So I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. We, we as friends. <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yo, yo, what's happening? And we're back. Welcome back. Sorry we've been gone a little extra longer than we expected. Welcome uh, back. We had some... Uh, well, she would join us again, which we appreciate. Yes, yes. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for hanging in, in there with us. I um, We would have recorded last weekend, but I had to go home to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Had to see my folks. I went to the Tina Turner play with my mom. I got her that for Christmas. So I was home having a great time being spoiled as usual. My dad got me one of the best massages I've had in a while. So I definitely was like, yep, I'm going to go home and relax. I caught up on Drive to Survive. I binge watched it all in one day. And yeah, so that was like my weekend. It was pretty relaxing last weekend. This weekend, though, we were at home. Me and Ken actually went out yesterday on a Saturday. <laughs> I binge watched Drive to Survive, I think, in like a good 10 hours. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it's 10 episodes. It should, it should take you 10 hours to watch it. Yeah, I started Friday. I, I finished Saturday morning. This wasn't my favorite draft to survive season because I feel like they missed out on a lot of controversies. Like they just they gave it, they, but they gave it snippet, 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 snippet. Like I kind of wish they would have talked on George winning his first race mm-hmm. and also talk about Vettel's retirement. They touched on, like Daniel got more uh, of a send off than Vettel did. Well, it's because he was involved. His situation was, uh, that thing was sticky. And as we can see from today's race, that uh, karma's a bitch, McLaren, because look what you did. What, look what you did to my boy. But today, and now only, look, y'all. Today was only race one. Yeah, but race one usually sets so, the pace. Uh, no, it does not. Yes, it does. No, it does not. I uh, fine. By race three, we should know where the teams are. We'll have a better idea than saying race one and everything's Gucci. I'm still hoping for Red not. Bull's decline, which it won't happen. But I only one can hope. Yeah, it's uh. But seeing that McLaren suffer. Where their suffering gives me great joy. Yeah, it, it don't it don't look good. It, it does it, it doesn't does look, not good. look good. So for those that don't know, and we touched on this before, Daniel was oust out of McLaren in a very like very shady way. Yeah. So they made him do a campaign promising that he was gonna stay with the team once another driver, Vettel, Sebastian Vettel, announced his retirement from Ashton Martin. That means a seat was up. Yeah. And everybody and everybody knows how Daniel feels. If a team's not going to do right by him, he's going to jump ship and leave. So, I mean, that's most drivers. Yeah. There. But Daniel hasn't, they say Daniel didn't perform how they wanted him to. But Lando really didn't perform like that either. That like, y'all. car is ass. It's ass. It has been ass for like two years. Daniel's still the only McLaren driver outside of Lewis to give them a number to have them win one race. Mm-hmm. Lando hadn't done none of that. Mm-mm. He got, clo- he got close. He got close, but he but but the weather fucked. Him. <laughs> no, he fucked himself up. Yeah, he should have went in. He should have went listened to his team and said, "Change tires." When it started raining, he should have went inside. But so they decided to sign um, a backup driver from another team without Daniel knowing, and the other team knowing, and the other team knowing. So it literally just turned to a massive shit show. And Daniel was like, what the fuck? Like, you gave, you made me go on this parade saying I'm not going to leave the team. And then you all stole somebody else's uh, reserve guard. Yes. And so now Daniel could have went to the Alpine team, which is the team that McLaren stole their driver from. 
But well, he left in a shady way too. He left that team in a shady way to go to McLaren. Yeah. So we can say Karma's a bitch on that side too. Yeah. Everybody kind of getting their just desserts. Yes. The only team that came out on top was Ashton Martin today. So, but Daniel's probably somewhere like, well, I ain't driving that shit box mm-hmm. because they still had to pay Daniel $18 million, which was the remaining of his contract. He got signed to be a backup driver at Red Bull, which is where he started. Yeah. And they also had to pay their new driver, Oscar Piastri, money too. So McLaren's just financially fucked. <laughs> their car is fucked. They don't have, and then also there's now a budget cap. So McLaren just can't buy their way out of this. They got to stay within budget. So not only that, they already gave Daniel his $18 million. They pay Oscar Piastri and your car is shit. So you can't afford to pay to get it fixed right now. And they came dead. They come dead last today? They are last in the standings. They came dead last today. Because they're, they're a brand new driver. Car went DNF. As in they did not, the engine shut off. It could not, it could not complete the race. So we don't even know how this new rookie is going to do. Yeah. DNF stands for did not finish. Yes. So, yeah. So that was the race today. A little a little F1 for you all. And I'm not touching no Mercedes right now. I'll give them to a race three before I start talking shit. Or not 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 talking shit, because I'm a Mercedes fan. I love Lewis. That's my number one team. And so I'm I'm just gonna do a hope and a prayer. That's all I can do. <laughs> a wing and a prayer. I literally asked God today, just, just please that, let just Lewis finish. That, y'all at that mm-hmm. your your strategy is just throw it that way. Julio will come from somewhere and catch it. I literally was just like, my prayer today was, please let, please let Lewis and George finish the race. I would love for a podium, but just just let them finish. Yeah. That was literally my prayer. <laughs> this, is, this is looking very uh, last year's point, too. I hope not. We'll see. Like I said, uh, by, uh, they have until Australia, so they have a whole month to get that car back up and running how it needs to run. We'll see. But yeah, that's a little little F1 tidbit. Also, the reason why we haven't really been on, because um, remember we told you next time we come on, we'll let you know if the roof got repaired. Oh, yeah. We finally got the roof Well, fixed. the roof got fixed. That's another reason why we kind of had delay, because I didn't want to be on here until the Man, roof was fixed. We, <laughs> the weather's been kind of shitty. The weather kind of pushed it back a whole week, because, I mean, they can't work on the roof while it's raining. Because if it wasn't rain, it was wind. wind. If it wasn't wind, it was thunder. So, we finally got the roof fixed. As of right now, everything's good. So... And I'm knock on wood. So far, I say a prayer for that one too. So far, so good. I just every day I wake up like God, please just, just let me breathe today. <laughs> had a, it's like faux faux spring, mm-hmm. uh, and it's supposed to be it's, cold later on this month yeah, in the month of March. It's like our first fake spring. It's like yeah. it starts to heat up way before it's supposed to, which then we end up with tornadoes and I'm just happy try to bloom and it's it's not it's plants try to bloom and it's it's not good. Yeah, I'm just happy that um, we're not like California right now because they getting all the damn weather: hail, snow, uh, rain, flood. I'm like, shit, I don't want to live like that. Hey, hopefully they could find some way to store that water because uh, I know they say they've been dealing with nobody some, should have a drought with right drought now. Stuff. Nobody yeah. should be in a drought right now. As much yeah. rain as we've been getting as the start of the year, and I look at the weather now, it's just like sprinkle, sprinkle. Maybe rain. I'm just like, where was this in the beginning of the year when I needed it to be here? Mm-hmm. But I will appreciate this nice, lovely weather. Pollen's kicking my ass already. Like I can, as we talk about spring and pollen, my throat's starting. But that shit's everywhere. It is everywhere. But no, but we definitely, like I said, we got the roof fixed. So I, I told y'all, I did not want to be on this show until we got the roof fixed. So it's fixed, and we're here. Yay. And we also started talking about other home projects. People don't tell you when you buy a home, you're constantly going to have projects. Always. It's, yeah. it's a never ending. Mm-hmm. 
So we literally wrote down, well, Ken being the engineer that he is, wrote down like a list of everything that needs to get done in this house. And I'm just like, okay, what's the next step? What's this? It wasn't even that. It was just like, what changes do we want to make? Come up with a plan, a schedule. And then we go in the timeline, we go from there. This is sad. I felt we could sell the house as is and still make more money than what we bought for just because of the houses selling around in this neighborhood. I mean, it's more, it's market, but that, that could change. Right. And that's what this shit don't make sense. Like people, somebody overpaid $30,000 for a house in our neighborhood. And that's what's really got me thinking that whoever bought that house is not from here. They got to be out of state. Granted, it did come with a ramp, which is unusual. You're not going to find that in a lot of houses already a ramp already established. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that I think that might have been the selling point if they have somebody that has a handicap. And that means that if they got a ramp in the house, that means that the inside of the house is handicap accessible for them to get through the doors and stuff. So I think that was just like the that was an outlier. because I think a lot of people who need that were bidding on that house. It was a kind of like disability. friendly, Yeah. Yeah. Or kind of like made towards it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think that might have been an outlier. Now, another house down the street, two houses right now are pending, um, are pending for um, purchase. And they just went on the market like oh. within a week. Oh. The two houses that are on that are on our street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of houses for they, sale. They literally went up for sale and two days later, boom, pending or contingent. Like they're off the market. I don't think this is like we were expecting a, like a housing dip. Like I think in certain markets you'll see it, but. I think we in the I think in the like, neighborhood where we live, because this is like sought after, not like our particular neighborhood, but the area yeah. is sought after. We got in good when we did mm. two years ago, and I think we'll still. Because I was also looking at equity, just in case we did have to get a new roof. Do we need to pull equity out of our house? And mm. I was looking to see how much our house is worth and how much equity we could pull. So far in two years, we have built equity into our home. I'm going to let it keep building. I'm not touching that equity until we really need it. Like, but definitely um, switched out. I definitely am glad in the past two years, not even full two years, like a year and a half. We got over what? $25,000 in equity right now, which is good considering the market that we're in, Mm. but I wouldn't touch it right now because I'll just let that build until we really need it. Yeah. Just shit that you don't think about owning the house. Yeah. uh, Or things that, if you've never really had one, like you've uh, mainly rented, mm-hmm. you call somebody. Yeah, like, and I had a condo before I bought this house. Like, thank God for my mom. She helped me build equity at a young age. And so she helped me with get my first property, which was a two-bed, two-bath condo. So, But that really didn't require a lot of maintenance. Like, I didn't have a yard. Anything outside was covered by the condo people. Anything inside was me. So it was the inside stuff compared to a house stuff is simple. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the house stuff was totally different. I and then also insurance. So we I learned about insurance and yep. how they really how you have to work the system or to get them to work for you, which is sad. You should just automatically call your insurance and they should just come out here and work for you without all you having them, to pull all them people shaded. Like I like we had to switch insurance companies. Um, we we just we had a terrible experience with Liberty Mutual. Um, they just weren't who I thought they were going to be. <laughs> I had a high ass deductible too, which, which turns out I didn't, so first of all, nobody tells you these things when you look for insurance and there should be like a, I feel like there probably is. I now, feel, I feel like when you at the time, if you don't, if you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. And I feel like 
a lot of mortgage companies should make homeowners take a class and to give them that way is an incentive to give them a reduced rate or help them with a the down payment. Like you take this class and like we'll put driver's ed type shit. Yes. Just to show responsibility of home ownership and get people thinking. Like I would have took that class because had I known my deductible wasn't like a standard deductible, mm-hmm. everybody around me was like, that is high as hell. And people that don't own houses, they're like, that is high as deductible. Mm-hmm. Your shit should be between a thousand to fifteen hundred. It was double that. And so they were like, oh, well, this doesn't meet your deductible, so we're not going to cover you. But this is still y'all's fault because it's still my house. I and I called you all to, you know, I'll pay the deductible, whatever, just get this fixed. And I think I talked about this last episode. I had we to, did. Yeah. We, and, we talked about that roof extensively. Yes. And so we went with a different insurance company. We decided to go with State Farm. They gave me a better quote for my car. And insurance was a little higher, but I like what the service they're going to provide. Like, for example, I didn't know this. So if we do have another issue, like we need to get the roof tarped or if we need to like have like leaky, leaking, whatever happens in the house, State Farm customers are primary for service pro. Like we jumped the line in front of other consumers since we're State Farm insured. So I'd rather go with service pro than what Liberty Mutual hand gave us, which was Hancock, which got 1.9 <laughs> stars on Google. Yeah, Service Pro has 4.2. So that's something that I like. And on top of that, our State Farm agency actually worked with a person one-on-one at the actual agency, which is down the street from my home. And they were like, listen, if anything happens in your house, take a picture of it, let us see it. And I will let you know if you should even do a claim that way it doesn't show up on your record. And I kind of wish that was thing with Liberty Mutual. I never knew who my person was Mm-mm. since I didn't, since there's not like a local office here in Birmingham that I know of. Yep. So it was nice to know that when the person that I went with is literally down the street from my house. Hey man, you live and you learn. Yeah. Like these are things I kind of wish they would teach you with home ownership. And yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. So I'm glad I got that straight away. Next thing I'm getting ready to do is call the exterminator out here. I saw a wasp in the attic and I said, no, no, no. Even the building nest up in my new attic that I just got done. No, I'm finna kill you and your family. Okay. Not the family. I'm finna kill you all. Okay. Not the family. Yes. It's springtime, man. They like, oh, and that's man, another thing too. I said, literally had to. It's warm outside. They said we outside. And I hope a cold snap happens and kill them all. But uh, okay. I, um, but I definitely had even had to ask my friends, like, so who do y'all use for exterminators? Who do you use? Like, cause I don't know these things. Cause the only thing we get done for our house is termite stuff. And they come out here once a year. So I've never, I've, I've had my condo sprayed one time cause, cause a rat chewed through the motor oh, of my dishwasher, dishwasher and living in a condo. I mean, you don't control who, how somebody lives around you. So, yeah, so I definitely am looking at getting, and one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, I get my house sprayed every three months. I was like, every three months? I was like, you don't don't get it done like once a year? She goes, no, and apparently a lot of people get it done quarterly or biannually, especially down here in the South because, you know. What are they spraying for? Spiders, um, hornets, uh, carpenter bees, all those things. So I was like, I didn't think about that. Like, okay. And then one of my friends had an ant problem. So they get their house sprayed three times a year, three times a year. So quarterly. And I was, I mean, that's not quarterly. Quarterly is four times a year. Whatever three times a year is, they get theirs 
um, sprayed three times Ain't a year. Ain't no way you can't tell me that shit. Whatever they spraying don't cause cancer. I mean, kill the bugs. But they're spraying it outside. Take your though. ass with it. But I also you to find a company that will spray. They also spray inside. She says she gets, she gets the outside sprayed three times a year, inside sprayed twice a year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, things I need to think about. And then also it was like, what problems do we know is going to come up ahead of time that we should just go ahead and fix or replace now before it goes out? <laughs> yeah, you got to start being preventative with some shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when you buy a home, they should give you a Lowe's or a Home Depot gift card for like a thousand dollars, and be like, "Go wild, because <laughs> you're gonna be you, you, you in there." Shit, that's what five items depending on what you're getting. That might like, that might be Home that might Depot, be a tool. <laughs> Home Depot is like the God's target. You will walk in there for like maybe one or two different things, and next thing you know, it's like, bro, I got a pack of batteries, a pack of terry cloth, and some soap. It's like that'll be five hundred dollars. It's like, yo, what the fuck? I don't have that much stuff in here. Yeah. It's a, it, like, I guess to me, it's like my version of Costco. Cause I walk into Costco and be like, Ooh, I want to buy this. I'm, I almost bought a pool when I was there the other day. Where in the hell was we going to put that? In the backyard. It was an inflatable pool. It was a big one. Both of us could have, could have like fit in there comfortably. And I'm like, the water bill going to be high. But I was just like, I was going to fill it up and be outside in the pool. Had, so now listen, had this ju- been. You just going to fill it up with, with, with the water hose? Yes. You can do that in those pools. We 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 bathe in that water. Why can't we just sit out in the pool in that water? Huh? I'm, I'm going to leave that where it's at. I'm just saying, you bathe in that water. I'm going to leave that where it's at. So I was like, we can like be out here having a good time, you know, in the in the pool. Listen, had it been had had lockdown happen again, that pool would have been right out there in the backyard. Where was we going to put that water, Jazz? In the yard? So you can water them the, the weed killer that you that you put down. Listen, I'm thinking about the fun, okay? <laughs> Gosh, I can't even have fun outside. You wanted me outside so bad. This is how this is how I get outside. A pool. That'll be something <laughs> else I had to fix. <laughs> Nuh uh. You, like, you just had to inflate it. I, I, That's all. Actually, no. I think it came yes. with an inflatable pump. So we just had to plug the pump up to inflate it. So we've been fine. It was only hundred and ten dollars. I bought so. What'd you do, man? I blew up a pool and I hung out in the pool. It's like you did what? Yes. <laughs> I guess he can be like, "What you doing out here drinking at the pool?" He gonna be like, "What pool? The one in our backyard?" Yeah. When did we get a pool in our backyard today from Costco? I almost and I almost bought a dining set from Costco. It was on sale for five hundred dollars, and I was like, "This is not gonna fit in my car." My bad. I'm over here hitting shit. That's why I'm holding the mic. <laughs> I'm having one of your moments. My fault. Yeah. And so I almost bought a dining because we need a new dining room set just because the one we have is really meant for like <laughs> four. I want to say four people, but comfortably two. We might need a slightly bigger table. We do. We really do. And we have the space for it. And I want to redo my dining room. Like I know exactly how I want to redo it. The furniture I want to put in here. So these are things we're thinking about, like, and you gotta do stuff in stages. Because mm-hmm. you definitely can't do that shit all at once, man. What? Only well, you, some people can, but the I mean, you can, person, but it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. It gets expensive real quick, real quick. Yeah, I'm, mm-mm-mm. like, I finally got the danger room, as Ken calls it, aka the office space together. So he likes it now because he's more comfortable for him. So I mean, I don't really be in there, but but when you are in there, though, it's all right. I, mean, I just got to figure out how to hang lights on the wall. To give it like that cool ass aesthetics. Because we have the strips. I just don't know how to do it. Oh, I got Ken new project. She over there trying to make a Twitch room. 
I am. I really am. And Ken hung the cabinets up. Y'all, so last weekend, Ken finally hung those cabinets up that we talked about in the last episode. Felicia was going on your ass, too, about that. Because she listened to the episode. She was like, what's wrong with Ken? He, I was like, that's what I'm, I'm telling you, girl. Man, folks tired, man. <laughs> so, the cabinet. Everybody got a list of something to do for you, uh, a list of stuff they want you to do. So, he finally hung the cabinets up in the living, in the laundry room. Didn't you vacuum too? And you did laundry last weekend. Hold on, first of all, don't don't. I don't like the way you said that. I'm saying, didn't you vacuum? I vacuumed up the mess I made while putting the cabinet. Okay, on. Okay, and you did nah, and you did the laundry. Man, look here. Ken was on a roll last weekend. Look here. Don't don't be out here making it sound like I literally just do not clean up after myself. No, I didn't say that. No, I just you was said, like, didn't you vacuum? vacuum? No, I said, no, I said, no, I said, didn't you vacuum? Like, didn't you vacuum? I just wanted to confirm, like, you vacuumed. I mean, I vacuumed up the mess I made okay. with it, but yeah. And you also did, you also did the laundry and you folded clothes. I always do shit like that. He also put the bed together. He was on a roll last weekend. I was like, go go, Ken. Yes, I was proud of you. Let me give you your props. Take I mean, the props. I mean, I guess, but I was like, I don't want praise for folding clothes. I do that shit on the normal. You do, because I hate folding clothes. I wash deck, yeah. But I do say thank you every time he does it, because I'm not going to do it. Them clothes just sit there in that basket. Unless I get bored, then I'll do it. Like I'll You've wash. never been that bored. I have, actually. To I fold have. clothes? Yeah, because I had to clean no, up I the area. No, I take that back. I have. I watch, you did it Couple last times. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I was bored, I need something to do. Well, I ain't never seen you do And that. I needed to clean the house. I was in a house cleaning mood that day. So, everything got cleaned. And uh, you got to get me one of my moods. So, I'm back I'm, I'm back in my mood. Back in my, like, routine of cleaning up the house. Like, how it needs to be cleaned. I'm, starting next week. I'm ready for it to be hot outside. Because this, this cold weather has me in a funk. And I'm not a fan. I mean, that's how it was for everybody, though. I don't like, I'm, I don't like that shit. I hate like from december to like february i hate that shit i mean that's, well i say really january and february i i hate these How about like december you still got holidays and it's still pretty cheerful even when it's cold and i mean i guess but it's like everybody be on some bullshit it's like new year new goals here let me give you all this we've got to meet our it's just like this weird expectation shit. i'm like bro this is not the time of year to be starting oh, yeah. something new yeah 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 and everybody's like well last year we were here so this year let's try yeah. to make it here Sir and ma'am, if we were here last year, what make you think that we're going to be here this coming? The year just started. Unless you decide to change up your style, change up something else, we going to be the same. <laughs> and I said, I'd be in meetings. I work in, I work in research area that I work in. And so a lot of my stuff, it shifts because that depends on people. People change. People's mood. The a world. A lot has changed a lot has changed years. so and i think some people have been able to pivot yeah and i think some folks are just trying to go full steam ahead with old plans yeah yeah, yeah. and folks is, folks just burn out and then also people stick to the old way of thinking of things and it doesn't really work when you bring in like new talent if we don't acknowledge it it's not a problem it's like no that's not how that works it's not how that works not at all but yeah but i mean Eh, I feel like this year, I feel like with it getting hotter outside, like people's moods going to change. Like as we saw yesterday, people were out. Yeah, they're out now, but I I, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's going to be some bullshit come summertime. Oh, we outside. According to Beyonce, we outside. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not like an impending doom feeling. It's not that, but it's just kind of like really over the past three years. Actually, it's been a minute. 
It's like as soon as it warms up, it's like, hey man, the fuck wrong with people? Oh yeah, people got people are, when it, when it get hot outside, some folks act, some folks want to act up. Man, folks act up when it's hot. They act up when it's cold. It's cool outside. Folks got a problem. But no, but speaking of folks having problems and stuff, like I do want to talk about because me and Ken had this conversation earlier today. I'm about? not earlier today. We had it like two days ago in reference to something else about having uncomfortable conversations. Oh yeah, we had a conversation Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, and I was just thinking we should probably bring this up. In oh the, yeah, 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 as our topic for today, um, uncomfortable conversations. And what I mean by uncomfortable conversations, I'm saying you and your significant other, or you and a friend, or you and a coworker, if you guys have issues going on, you're gonna have to have those conversations that make both of you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in order to get to a comfortable spot. That's true. Now the question is, what do you do though when it doesn't go anywhere? The, like uh, you had the conversation, but it's, you it's made yourself heard, and it's the same shit. And you're pretty much getting gaslit. I wouldn't even say gaslit. I would just be like, they acknowledged it, but it's like, there's no change in action. Yeah, like, so what do you do if, if you see no change in action? Do you, especially when it comes to a relationship, mm-hmm. like, do you leave that relationship or do you continue to have more and more until you just like, it, it depends insanity. on how egregious the offense is. So give me an example. An example of. I don't think I got one off the top of my head because I'm look trying at you using to using big words egregious. I haven't been put in a situation or a situation. I mean, we've had uncomfortable conversations. No, but not something that's like, hey, either you do this or. Yeah, I mean, like we we listen to each other. Yeah, but this weird like, uh, what do you call them? Ultimatums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've give, never given. You can't give no one adult an ultimatum because they're gonna walk away and be like, well, fuck it. You damn right. I'm I'm out. Yeah. Like I've had that's that's been the recurring theme for me the month of February is uncomfortable Ultim- com- oh, no uncomfortable ultimatum. conversations I've had them at work mm-hmm. um you and I have had them regarding to just like, and we talked about that in the last episode regarding like the things that we were going through with the living apart and getting the roof fixed and all that stuff mm-hmm. you and I had those uncomfortable those uncomfortable conversations so like the month of February has just been uncomfortable for me. <laughs> When it comes to this. And then, like I said, I had them at work. You and I have had them. I've had them with friendships. And I'm so far, I'm two out of three. Friendship and, and husband. Mm. Work just... <laughs> it's getting there, I think. Slowly but surely. Mm. But yeah, I just feel like... I feel like work should be like some... Not some work in a hard place type shit, but on some... You just throwing shit into the ether. And also, if you're afraid to have uncomfortable conversations, then why are you with? Then why are you in a relationship? That, that person a, that shouldn't make true. you feel like you can't express yourself. That is very true. Without getting gaslit or without, you know, just not being heard. I don't know, but a lot of times people hear critique and they they hear they, hear they hear criticism. Yeah, well, I, mean, I said critique and criticism. Yeah, it's, it's like, the same thing. They'll hear something that you know they might not necessarily hear. They might be hearing something that they don't like, and somehow they're going to this, you know, this uber defensive mode. Yes, and then that's when it turns into an argument. I feel like because mm-hmm. they get defensive, and their tone changes, and their attitude changes. You're like, well, what do you mean? Well, I do this, this, and this. So since we're sitting here, let's just blow it all out the water and just have it all out on the table now. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just wanted to express to you how I was feeling. Yeah. 
and then it just got uncomfortable. It just turned into something else. It wouldn't even be uncomfortable, but it's just some people express. Uh, you might have some people that, that emote more and some mm-hmm. that emote less. But then you got someone was like, oh, well, since we just emoting, let, let's. Uh, you didn't need big words. Let's emoting, emote. Egreg- egregious. Emote ain't big. That's like five letters. That's a big word, though. Who uses that on a regular basis? Emote? Yes, that's an SAT word. Who uses that on a regular basis, Ken? Mm-hmm. Big word. I'm going to leave that word aside. Vocabulary word of the day. Emote. We're going to leave that word aside. Say, like, I don't even use that in my regular vac- in my regular vocab. I'm sorry, in my vernacular. Got me sound like, you over sound like T.I. Please, no. <laughs> no, but I feel like uncomfortable conversations are needed in order for you to grow. Because then where you, where you going to go? Life is all about being, I feel like you have to have uncomfortable moments in life. There's no such thing as comfortable growth. No, growth is not supposed to be comfortable. It, I hate, I don't, it's not supposed to be hard either, but. Oh no, people definitely make shit harder than it should be. Oh yeah. Like. There's some stuff I really feel like as like as like a as like a people like bro we could have been fixed a whole bunch of shit but folks would much rather play uh they like, mother rather play uh i uh iso ball versus uh team ball like like student loan debt That's, which could help out a lot of people in the economy in the long run but hey man, here but, we are in the Supreme these, Court arguing about this shit yeah but them kids is upset because they weren't poor enough to get the higher amount and I'm like. Boy, that how do you have that much like hate in your heart? Which is crazy because I have private student loans, so I don't qualify for a student for student loan debt relief. Ken does, so I'm just like, hey, I want you to get your student your debt forgiven because mm-hmm. if he, if they do not, if when they approve it, I'm Ken not be, holding out. Ken like, won't uh, have to. A lot of people like Ken and my yeah. friends, they won't have any more debt. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm not holding out hope. It's like if it passes, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. But it's like. Hey, uh, there have been opportunities to help people of a certain, I almost want to say age bracket, mm-hmm. like people that are like, it's like Gen X and below. They've been yeah. trying to put stuff or even, you know, you've got even some other folks, older, some older people also that they've been trying to help out with different social programs to help. And it's like people are like, no, we, we have to continue to feed off of you in order for me to live. Which is crazy. Again, uncomfortable conversations. That shit ain't uncomfortable. Well, no. People are just assholes. I mean, they are. They are assholes. But speaking of like generational uncomfortable conversations, sometimes you have to have them with your parents to overcome tra- trauma, childhood trauma. You're like, hey, growing up, why were, why, why did this happen? And how do we do this? And how come this didn't happen? Mm-hmm. And you got to have those uncomfortable conversations with your parents in order so you don't repeat those mistakes. So you can become a better adult I mean, or a better yeah. parent. I wouldn't say you have to have those with your parents so that, because if anything, it's more of you looking for closure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, you'd more so be trying to make sense out of what, trying to make sense out of their actions. But the thing is, that shit ain't going to make sense. No. You're going to try, you over here trying to make sense out of nonsense, trying to figure out why this happened and why somebody didn't do something when at the time they didn't have the, the capability or the mental the capacity to make a different decision. I just feel like in, I'm getting better at having these conversations because I'm a shy person. I'm learning. I expect too much from people. You do. You you. I expect, expect way too you, much from people. You expect yourself and other people. No, I expect people to actually know how to put their left foot in front of their right one, and folks be like, "Okay, so what do I do next?" You know, what I call that trauma. That was on. That was on. That was a. That was a whole <laughs> Twitter thread. 
<laughs> that is a past trauma as you as a child and you and your in an adult being like, well, why can't you just do it? It's like, bro, I've had to figure this shit out. Yes, and it's like, and why get can't upset. you just <laughs> figure get, this shit out? And, and you get upset when people need help in order to figure. Oh, no, I ain't got a problem with help you, but it's like, dog, like you couldn't do none of this. I call that seeking, and you you even retweeted that on Twitter. You're damn right, because because I understand, but at the same time, I, I still get frustrated. Like I I have I get frustrated with people the same way adults got frustrated with me, and I'm just like, why the fuck can't these people just figure this shit out? Because they don't know where to start, because nobody showed them. Okay, that's the best place you, to start because you don't know, so you get to get the most like unadulted information. It's, no, it's gonna be some bullshit in there. Help them make it. Help them that way they can help the next person. That way they don't have to figure it out. We try, but some people will much rather because I hate just figuring it out. Because I exactly, never... it's just easier for me to go ask you because I know you'll figure it out for me. No, that's you'll that show shit. I don't. Me. You'll nah. show me how to do it. That way I don't have to keep asking you about. Nah, it. these folks play stupid. You play stupid. I'm gonna treat you. Oh stupid. no, I do play stupid sometimes at work. No, nope. not even at work at life. Because I'm just like. I could figure this out. Yeah, but this I would is just take, don't. I just don't feel like it. This is gonna take a lot longer. So I would than just I give it to. to. It's gonna take longer for me. So I'll just give it to somebody else. No, no, I don't give it to somebody else. I just go to the person I know that's gonna help me get there faster. Then me is clicking around trying to figure this out. Yeah, it's I'm, why why even waste my time? But at times that person, you're just one of a bunch of people that are all going to that same person. I will say, working because I, I do work more than one job. So having multiple jobs, I'm having to figure shit out and it's a little harder than i would like it to be but i do go to people who i no, know will help I me definitely know that. i have that uncomfortable conversation like hey so i don't know how to do this but if can you, you can can you help me out can you point me in the right i'd rather ask the question than fuck up and then have to redo it all over again no that's very true like why fuck up and no. waste my time mm-hmm. when i was like you know what i don't even know where to start like let me just go if you if you, if you show me the way yeah it's like i've got no problem with it. it's like hey i'm you know i don't know what to do and i was like hey this is how i would tackle it don't don't take my you know temp, don't don't look at me as me telling you what to do but this is what i would do but this isn't necessarily right it'll just give you some extra information to help you along your path yeah so i definitely feel like I definitely feel like sometimes like like i told ken trauma like just having to figure it out because hey, I don't like want that. my kid to just figure it out. I mean, no, but it's like some of this shit was just out of curiosity, but some shit I just had to figure out. Which I was just, I think though, whenever I had to figure out stuff as a kid, something always got broken. So I think my parents just learned, no, we're just going to help nah, her. No, you weren't trying to figure it out. No, your ass was curious and you didn't look at the, the wizards, the, the hassle. Ooh, I just tried to say risks and hazards and wizards came you out. You have been trying to, you've been sounding like me all day. I have been like, Putting some shit together. I didn't put, I called one dude a mismatch of three names all at once. Hell, I forgot what the hell I was trying to say now. Is my, is my speech impediment rubbing off on you? It might be. It Am might I, be. Is it rubbing off on you? Have you been around me too long to so nah. now you developed my speech impediment? No, and I will I'm say getting I've, slower nah, in speech over here. I've struggled with some words like my life. Like I'll try to like, a lot of times I'll put like mm-hmm. letters into words that aren't necessarily there, but I'm like, uh, I love how you said you like you lost your train of thought. You're like, and I forgot what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, I, I smoothed it. But no, but I do feel like the older we get, the better it is to have these uncomfortable conversations earlier mm-hmm. versus waiting for something to fester. And then it turns into, re- then it turns into resentment. I tell you, people don't know how to emote. And I am people. Use another word. People don't know how to uh, 
I'll say deal with the energy they generate, nor process their emotions or feelings. There you go. Thank you. See, see how simple that was. But emote to wrapped all that. I think up. I'm gonna. Name, I think I'm gonna name the episode emote. Really? Just to get people's attention. Emote. Emote. But no, but in this, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking outside. Like it's a bright sunny day. Me and Ken might go out today, or we might stay in the house because it's Sunday. Mm. But no, but no, and Ken, he's like, I can't stay in the house. I gotta go outside. Outside's calling my name. I'm like, I could sit here on this couch all day. I don't see how you can just not get sunlight. I get sunlight from the window. the The sun beams into my living room and gives me all the light I need. And I take K two and D three vitamins. Bam! That is my sunlight. And I don't mind being outside, but I like to be on the couch watching my TV and my shows. I sound old. Mm-hmm. I sound like somebody's grandma. Yep, I was just gonna let you keep going. You know, I have to watch my stories. And all I want, that's really all I want to do. After the week I had, I just want to sit my ass down, okay? I, this is the, so y'all know I talk about how I work from home and go in the office some days. This week I was like in the office every day, every day this week. Oh my God, how do y'all do it? <laughs> how do y'all do that shit? That was uncomfortable uh, for me because my filter, because like there, because like I can be at home and like just not talk to anybody, you know, when I'm done with the meeting. You know, get get to do my other work. I don't have to talk to anybody. I can choose to talk to people if I want to make a phone call or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, people just kept talking to me every day this yeah. week. I had to be like mentally there. <laughs> I had to like, and then I still had to come home and cook myself something to eat. And I was like, the house ain't clean like how I usually clean it because. And I'm just like, what the fuck? This is not it. I am exhausted. I fell asleep on the couch Friday. Ken caught a video of me snoring. Okay. I didn't make it. Mm-mm. I was so tired. No. I was so tired come no, Friday. You hit like rim two. So fast. And I was so tired come Friday. Like I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I want to go home. I want to go home. I mean, one of my days was, your heels one of my days home. was 13 hours. Oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, no, I, I, I got spoiled. Okay. I got spoiled. Life so <laughs> this was a the this, trials and tribulations of the remote worker. Yes. Yeah, like I can't, not even remote. I'm, I'm hybrid. hybrid. Cause I still go in the office on some days, but, but then also I go in the office, do what I need to do, go home, finish the rest of my work. I have been there till like four o'clock every fucking day. Sounds like somebody had a case on Mondays. Every goddamn day. <laughs> Even on Friday. And then Friday, I still had to do the errands that I had put off all week. Because yep. I was, and I was just like, WTF. I am fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I feel. You want me to go to work every goddamn day, cook a meal, have a social life, work out, pray, go to church, still have and be and be a loving partner to my partner. But still make time for me? How the fuck am I supposed to do that in this forty in this traditional forty hour work week? And I only get two days to myself and Saturday and Sunday I gotta fucking do all my errands <laughs> that I didn't get just to do during the week. Yeah. And then I can I gotta cook. I can't eat out every day. I gotta save money. I gotta learn how to budget. I gotta be I got I gotta listen to all my friends' problems while I listen to my problems. Like, no. Welcome no. to the modern plight. Ain't and enough this, time uh, in the day for this shit. No, that's really wild. I look kind of like retreated into like my little cave. I am over like I this. <laughs> I think this week I was so over adulting. I was like, "Fuck this, 
Mm-hmm. I just want to go off somewhere on a beach. Nope. G- get drinks brought to me, Mm-mm. food brought to me, and I just sleep. I mean, that sounds like fun. I mean, that sounds like a nice escape. That's but the nice, thing is, I need a recharge. But the thing, the thing that I've experienced with saying, I'll say that was that whole I need to recharge. I realized, I realized that I was st- like, you're trying to reignite the candle wick. The wick was just going out faster. I just like to have a break. A nice break. That way, so like even when I'm trying to have an, it's like you're trying to have an escape from the humdrum of life because of the. That's the vacations for the goddamn nine to five hustle and bustle in the rat race. But it's like it's you have too an, much. You have an escape, and then when you come back, it's like all the shit that you took a break from is waiting right there for you. And I'm just like, it's just it's it's just been sitting here waiting. It's like I've been waiting on you. Been sitting still, here all day waiting for you. Are we still waiting on your passport to come? Just waiting for you to get here, just to address. It's like, hey, I know you've been gone for uh, X amount of time, but hey, nobody's done this, and uh, I'm just waiting for you to get back. It's a lot. Eh, eh, this week was so much. I'm kind of happy I get to go back to my normal schedule in March, so I'm happy about that. Cause uh, and also my gas. Y'all, Excuse I can, my gas, because I was going to work every oh. day. My gas was getting lower and lower. I can go off of a full tank for two weeks. If I'm like traveling between Atlanta or going to Huntsville, that's different. But if I just know I'm be in town, there will be like two days. Because like there'll be like a day I don't leave the house. So my car or my car doesn't have to go as far. Mm-hmm. So me going to work every day, still doing what I need to do. Still going to go to the gym, work out in the morning, going back and forth, back and forth. My gas is, was a little lower than what it used to be. And I was just like, so now I got to spend more money just to go where I need to be, yeah, you sit spend, in traffic. You spend sit, money going to work. You literally spend money going to work. That is bullshit to me. Why is that? Because I shouldn't have to spend money going to a job what? that you're paying me to do. What? Oh, I said, I have to pay to park. I got to pay to be at work. You have to, first of all, you have to go spend a minimum. I'm not going to say a minimum. Depends on the vehicle. It can range anywhere between... Something that costs three k that you're gonna constantly be worried about, and it might, you know, it might have a couple oil leaks, all the way on up to something that's got a comma and five digits, five six digits in it, mm-hmm. just to get you from point A to point B that you now have to ensure mm-hmm. that you then are really only in, depending on your commute, anywhere between one to two hours out of the day. So this thing that you barely use, literally, you're only using this to get from point A to point B. You're literally having to spend money to get to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. But at least you, at least your parking is free. I mean, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay to park your work. Well, no, but y'all also like, I get it, but it's, it's not good. Yeah. 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 It's not good. Not at all. Not at all. But I will say, um, like I said, I can't wait to get back to my normal schedule because your girl was so tired. And then friends wanted to hang out. Friends wanted to do. I'm like, can we hang out on the weekend, guys? Because this during the week shit ain't going to work for me. It ain't going to work. I I miss the energy I had in my 20s. Some of my friends still have that energy. And I don't know how. I don't either. I'm like, how do y'all still have this energy of going out, coming in at 2 a.m.? No, I didn't even that. It's just the, the move. Like my body just shuts down after a certain time. Mine does too. Yeah, I was sleep on the couch. Sit. I didn't even know I was asleep. I was sitting there watching TV. Next, I know the TV was watching me. I'm literally sitting straight up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Loki, when prior to prior to COVID, when I was like in the office, like traditionally, like a traditional in the office way, 
I would be sitting there typing up stuff and then I would like fall asleep in front of my desk, like just sitting straight up, just mid type. I'm tired. How? Well, you know, they say like office work is mentally exhausting. No, it is mentally draining. So my, my brain was drained and I went to sleep. Mid type? Yeah. Ken, you know how I, we talked about this. I go to sleep anywhere. Whoa. I will go to sleep anywhere. Hell, there have been times where I've gone to sleep mid drive, going to Atlanta or Huntsville. And then you be getting get mad at me. How come you won't let me drive? Because I, I don't feel like playing with my life. There would be times I'd be like, how I get here? Like, how I pass you three exits? And then got the nerve. <laughs> and, then, and then you got the nerve to catch attitude with somebody because they don't want you because they won't let you drive. I'm a good driver. I know how to drive. I think I am a good driver because I got the I got the, my I got my guardian angels on me. Okay, I got my own little halo. Them niggas tired. Oh no no! Like every time I leave the house, my guardian angels are like, shit, not again. Every time I leave the house, they're like, God damn, this is and this is why I stay in the house to give them to give them a break to give them a recharge. That way they can do their job properly. That's funny. It is. Listen, I'm just trying to make it so I can pay up. Listen, y'all, my car will be paid off this June. I just want to make it so I can pay my car off and keep that car for at least another two years after I pay it off. This is the first car I've ever had a car note on, first car I've ever had to do everything myself on. Mm-hmm. So I just want to at least keep, I said I'm keeping, God willing, I want to keep this car hopefully for two years. Unless <laughs> unless a type unless a type of hybrid comes out and I just trade it in because my car value is still hold is still holding up yeah which is crazy to me because I have a, I have a 2017 Rav4 and I have the base model because used prices are uh, elevated they are and so used I I'd rather pay the extra two thousand for a new car problem is the new ones you can't really get your hands on one because folks are having to wait uh but that's mainly because of supply chain shit yeah so still it's like, we're still back like up. hey we can't get any new vehicles so it's like hey uh. Let me buy your shit because I can sell this for the price of a brand new one. Literally, the price I bought my car for is still worth. I mean, once I see that little dent in my hood, but still, it is still worth what I paid for, and and which is crazy because you know cars lose lose their uh, value as mm-hmm. soon as they drive off the lot. Yep. And I think I have seventy seven thousand miles on my car, and I bought it in twenty eighteen. That thing still ain't been broken yet. And I bought it nineteen thousand miles, so I put over. Like close to over sixty, yeah, almost sixty thousand miles. I put in that car in five years. I don't put one hundred and thirty on mine. So I mean, obviously you can tie it in drive, and also the, the <laughs> pandemic. The pandemic really made a difference because there, I wouldn't leave the house for like two for like two or two two or three days during the pandemic, or I would just go to the house and the grocery store, which is like a two minute drive and back. I'm still weak that uh they gave us the little you know when the pandemic first popped off, they gave us a little piece of paper. They gave us permission to be out after a certain time. Oh yeah, you're yeah, and both like, yeah, yeah, both of our both like, of our jobs. You playing, with my, you playing with my whole life and safety over here. Yeah, both of our both of our jobs were like, yeah, so this is hey, what just you print show. this out. In case you get pulled over, just give this to him. How do they not know this is a fake, sir? Thank you. Like I'm just not trying to be out here in these streets at night. It's like y'all gotta be over here playing I don't even like y'all like this. And y'all and got me out here just And you and you are a black man yeah, going right. I was like, hey, y'all got me fucked up. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I lo- I low key do kind of miss locked in days. That's because life was that. That's all I we do, had to do was live. I wish we had this house during during lock in. All we had to do was live. It was that was literally the the concept of life. It's like, hey, live. It's like, man, I know how to do that. I know that how to do was, that very well. That was like, I think, and and this I is had gonna, a good time outside of. I the, had a ball outside of the negative things that happened. I mean, obviously, outside the bullshit that was going on. Yes. I definitely do feel like 
I, I had me a good time. I slept. I slept so much. I think my sleep schedule is still off because of how much I slept. No, I wasn't even sleep. I just got the Ken got the rest, and Ken lost so much weight. At one point, he thought he was sick. He was like, "I'm just not stressed." And he just lost like forty pounds. Yeah, man. And I was like, "How the fuck did you do that?" I mean, he gained it all back, but stress, man. I was like, he didn't lost forty pounds. I wasn't. It's like I wasn't. It's like I didn't have anything to stress me out. I, and he was so it's like I was drinking more. No, no, I wasn't. We were Ken. As much food. No, no, we were, no. You saw we were making cocktails, but yeah. if you notice when I would eat, it wasn't a lot of food. Like I only ate when I was hungry. Like yeah. there was no like, oh, it's morning. I know I need to eat. I'm like, am I hungry? I'm like, no. I was like, hey, I know I should eat, but I'm like, yo, man, I'm still full from. I was like, honestly, man, I'm straight. And it's I, like there'd be damn, there'd be days. It's like you hungry? I'm like, it'd be like two days. Like you, hung, you haven't eaten. I'm like, but I'm not hungry though. I guess you're a stress eater. I, I am. See, I don't eat when I'm stressed. Nah. I, now I will drink, but I will not eat. No, nah, I have like, I crave shit that you shouldn't necessarily <laughs> eat. It'd be like, hey man, let's feed you a salad. Yeah, that's what let's, I'm, go, let's go get these wings. That's what I'm working on with Lent. Not trying to, instead of giving up something, I decided to add something. Because mm-hmm. you don't even give up something for Lent. You go right back to doing it after the 40 days. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, well, let me try something new. And this is whole like, not, not, a, not allowing life to stress me to the fuck out. Trying to go with the flow. Trying to not let my anxiety and overthinking get me. Like how it has been the past How's that been going? Months. Every now and then. Because I know it's only been, you know, like three days. But I'm Every saying, now like, and then it's been, every now and then I'd be like, you know what? It's literally only been. It'll deal like, with It's it. been like three days. No, let's start it last Wednesday. I thought it was this past Wednesday. No, Ash Wednesday. Fat Tuesday okay, was last, last Mardi week. Mardi Gras was last Tuesday. So, yeah. So, I or mean. two Tuesdays ago. Sorry. So far, it's been all right. I just, you know, I'm just taking a nap. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just taking a nap. You know, I'll, I'll deal with it. But I also help. I've also learned to make to-do lists, which I do in my head. Mm-hmm. But to write it down, like, okay, check it off. Check it off. This is getting off. Yeah. Like, for example, Monday, I'm going to call Exterminator. I'm going to call our old insurance company and be like, hey, come March 31st. We'll no longer need your services. Mm-hmm. Doing that on Monday. Because um, shopping around for insurance takes a lot of your time. Doing but that. the biggest thing with it is to make sure you don't make a list that's too big. Yeah. To where it feel where you it feels like it's you'll never it, you don't like want never finish right. You don't want to make a list that's that big yes. that then becomes a problem. No, I just got my Monday. I got my daily to do list, and then like the month of March. Uh. So I have my daily, my daily list, and things that I want to complete within the month. Okay. So that's what I'm working on right now. That's why I now have two whiteboards in the office versus one. So and one whiteboard is work-related. The other one is like personal to-do list. Like for work, don't forget to mail out this person's stuff. You got to call these people. You got to do this. Make sure you have this done by this date. Like things like that. Mm-hmm. That way it's not all like combobulated into one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm planning that thing out. Pro- hey, man. That's what you got to do. But I will say, another thing I want to talk about, being uncomfortable, because me and Ken both kind of fell asleep on Chris Rock last night. That just proves to show you how funny he was not. Uh, your boy was tired. Ken, <laughs> this is the let's second not, time. Let's not no, this is the third up. time. Every time Ken watches Chris Rock, he falls asleep. We saw him live and in person. He fell asleep. We, um, watched, we watched his HBO. No, I think it was his Netflix special or whatever. What, the first brain? one. Yeah. No, I watched that one. You fell asleep the first time, and then you rewatched it yeah, after you fell asleep. Bro, I'm tired. I think mean, you fell asleep on this one last night. Oh, shit, I'm tired. I, we both did actually. Yeah, we both no, fell asleep. Like after, I told you, after a certain time, my body is mm-hmm. like, "All right, uh, last call," and it flicks the lights, and I can't do shit about it. I will say, I 
some of his jokes were like funny, but to me, it'll never be bigger. Big was it bitter? Bigger and blacker. Yeah, bigger, bigger and blacker. To me, was one of his funnier yeah. stand-ups. I but he's also he just sounds old and bitter and complaining. What you mean? On stage, he's always talking. He was like this generation and the whole woke culture and. This, that, and the other. I'm like, y'all, this has been played out. Can we joke about something else? Talk yeah. about something else? Like, we know. I'm tired of hearing people talking about what they feel they can and can't say. Yeah. You can say whatever, whatever the fuck, fuck you, you want, want to. Yes. And y'all so, just don't like getting, people just don't like having to deal with backlash from the shit yes. that they say. Nah, I do think some people read too far into some shit. But, uh, yeah, man, you, you can't control how somebody responds to your shit. So I definitely do feel like he he just he just sounded old and complainy yesterday, and I didn't like him. I didn't like how he came after. Like he does, I didn't realize this, but he does down black women a lot in his stand up. And I'm just like, dude, like you might need to go to therapy because you just sound bitter. Like he talked about Meghan Markle, which a lot of comedians really haven't touched on her mm-hmm. for real. Even after Harry Meghan's whole like Netflix thing, like even before that with the whole Oprah thing, like they touched on her a little bit, but not as much as he did. Mm-hmm. Talking about well, how do you know? Like she went in this like not na- naively loving her husband, loving her partner, not realizing you know the British monarch could be can be can be racist. I don't understand how that wasn't like a given. But Harry said that was me being ignorant. Not knowing because they've never been around black people like right. this, so he didn't. He didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know. So if he's never seen her or been exposed to it, how how is he going to warn her about it? Versus William, who married a white woman who was prepared to be the next. It's the British monarchy. But like Harry's always been like the outlier with the whole entire British family. I guess, but it's the British monarchy. So he came after her, which I'm just like, this leader. She literally had a miscarriage from stress. She literally been through her life's been threatened. Like, leave her the fuck alone. Like, she 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 should not be a a punchline and joke. Um, to me that was just that to me that was just lazy. And then he expressed um, Will and Jada. I did not like how he called Jada a bitch. He has been coming after Jada for years years and he was like i just made a joke you made a joke about black women about a black woman's hair we need a whole documentary about good hair hair (laughs) about how important our hair is yeah and then that wasn't even the joke on a teleprompter you just came out swinging with that shit. Mm-hmm. This is why i tell people this is why this should be a prime example stick to the motherfucking teleprompter stick to the script so, but but then I do have to play devil's advocate because Will did get a lot of shit what you mean? about, you know, the whole entanglement and about the whole thing. Now, Jada and Will probably would never said anything unless Al- August Alcina didn't say shit. Yeah, Will, Will. August is the one that came out with this. So Will Jada caught and them two had straight. to. No, nah, don't say Jada and them. Will had to catch two. Will caught the stray from August and then he had to deal with all of society. It was like, bro, what the fuck going on in your house over here? And he's like. But thing is though, Will's getting them. I'm like, did Will not cheat? Because I feel like Will got his own thing too. It's always been stated in Hollywood they got an open marriage. Okay, always been a thing. They've always said. Have you heard about it though? No, because Will, because Will, Will women keep their mouth fucking quiet. Mm-hmm. August just bitter and young, and J- I mean, Jada should have just no. I don't know nothing about it. She must got some fire ass cat. I don't, I don't know. know nothing about none of it. All I know is just, but I know a lot more about this family than I ever wish I like. Yeah, I mean, we all do. But at the end of the day, he just sounded so hurt and bitter from it because he was like, "The man got slapped on live TV." He did. I'd have felt some type of way too. He did. 
He but he should have kept Jada's name out the fucking mouth. Hey. He was he went on stage and did that on his own. All of this made fun of Jada on his own. Every reaction, every action has a reaction. All of this is very all of all of these things are true. Will was standing <laughs> up for his wife. All these but I true. do feel like Will took out all that anger, all that frustration, and all that he was given. Yeah, Chris got it. Chris caught it. Chris, Chris was the, the last straw. Chris caught the straw. Chris was the last straw. He said, Chris I know was, you ain't laughing. Bop. Yes. Chris <laughs> caught the, Chris is what, what's that saying? Chris is what broke the camel's back. The, the straw, straw that broke, broke the camel's, the camel's back. back. He broke down, I think. And that's just really what was supposed to be Will's moment. Because we all knew he was going to get the Oscar. Supposed to be Will's moment. Make, make. It turned, Chris just couldn't just help himself mm-hmm. and go after Jada and Will. And I just feel like, you know what? Get your ass up again. I don't I mean, it's it's I mean, it was it's entertaining on the outside, but it's just kind of like Honestly, the more I think, do I really care about like the inter interworkings behind about that created the situation? Cuz I I kind of don't. And I'm not saying that in a mean way, but like a lot of things that you know, we talk about, which I ain't gonna lie, it's cool. some stuff's cool to talk about, but a lot yeah. of stuff, like, people be talking about, I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about none of this. But yeah, he also be making comments while while watching Real Housewives of Potomac. Listen, that's, <laughs> I still can't believe you got me comment on this Because he was, he was definitely comments. He was like, hold up now. What do you mean? It's, what do you mean semantics? These semantics, he was like, Because oh that God. shit, I was like, <laughs> all y'all sound like y'all going to jail. You don't worry, King gets to watch part three tonight. I was like, Yo, so. And this when the husbands come out, so I already know King gonna have some opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just uh, I, I, at times I wonder how quote unquote reality TV like came about, but at times I'm just like, hmm, it was bound to happen. I think the Kardashians were the first reality Not, TV family. Uh, Technically, I think it was like Real World or some shit. I mean, yeah, but yeah, Real World, like, yeah, but I was like the first. No, I think back to Real World. Oh yeah, Real World. The twenty four yeah. hour news cycle. I was yeah. just thinking about reality TV family. Jerry Springer, like, nah, like there's certain things that just gets people's uh, blood blood moving, just mm-hmm. gets their attention. I'm just, it's like, I mean, I I'm not gonna lie, it is entertaining. Used to love to watch Mari. You were not the father. I was there. I hated that version of Mari. I like the old I school version of Mari. He actually had like segments of like a lot of them shows actually had them segments. Like you had him, Montel, damn, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Sally, Sally Jesse Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the name? Lucy, Lucy uh, no, I almost said Lucy Luke. Ricky Lake. Oh, Ricky Lake. How fact that I knew that? Wow, this reminds me of the SNL skit they did, they did yeah. last night. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Ricky Lake. Damn, who else we missing? Uh, That's pretty much not it. Not a lot of Oprah. people. Oprah. Uh, God, Vanessa. She played uh, in the Cosby show. She had her own little talk show. No, she, she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't last long. But I it was, was like, uh, the fuck? I don't remember that at all. No, but, but wait, can you, you're veering off. You're veering off. But no, but literally, like, Chris Rock, I don't know, I just no, feel he like, had a show. He, he, oh, yeah, on the HBO. Yeah. I actually like that. He was, he was funny in the 90s. His style of comedy, great for the 90s, not good for now. I will say that has been the issue with comics that came of a certain age. I feel they like. They came up during a certain time. It's, it's harder for some people to pivot. Yeah, and he hasn't been able to pivot. Like, for example, Cat. Cat Williams, I've watched his growth. He can pivot. He pivots, and he is honestly he'll he'll tell you jokes, but they're also be like intellectual jokes that make you think like, damn, I didn't think about that. I ain't yeah, gonna lie, he good- fucked me up when he said it's a shortage of chicken wings, but it's not a shortage of chicken. I was like, 
That's a See, good fucking point. How Cat is there Williams, a shortage of Cat Williams makes you think. He doesn't make you angry. Like he doesn't he doesn't like be like, ugh, really this shit again? Like yeah. Cat Williams does that. Dave Chappelle has had to pivot mm-hmm. his comedy style. He's done a good job of doing that. He's still controversial, but he stays within the lines of being controversial. I feel like he's just trolling people at this point. And he does a good job at doing that. <laughs> he's a great storyteller. Yeah. He tells amazing stories. Far as Chris Rock is loud and angry. And again, I wouldn't call him angry. He's loud. <laughs> and again, that style of comedy worked great in the 90s. But now it's not working. And. Another good comedian I like because I watched her special, Miss Pat. Miss Pat to talk about her life. God gave her a very entertaining life. Uh, entertaining is uh what she made it. She made it. She made it as and she does what we do. And during during heaps of drama, we made jokes about it. Yeah. We laugh through the pain. And she's another great example of somebody who knows how to pivot and can stay relevant without being controversial. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Chris Rock doesn't know how to pivot. He is still doing the same comedy style that he's been doing, and it's just not working. Why do you think certain comedians like Seinfeld, you don't see him out here like that no more? I I can't say I've never watched a Jerry Seinfeld. Style. Really? I, I have. I, I didn't watch show. Seinfeld. I watched Seinfeld. I tried to watch a couple episodes. I'm like, bro, didn't shit happen? <laughs> Nothing happened in this whole episode. What, what is this about? <laughs> But you also don't see comedians like even Steve Harvey was like, "You're not gonna see me out here. Y'all ain't gonna get me. Y'all ain't gonna get me in trouble with all mm-hmm. my endorsements and all my money I got out here." Yeah, no, I mean he's Steve Harvey doesn't have a need to go on a no uh, Cedric Entertainer no, doesn't they, need to do they that. They don't need to. That's just how that's how they got started. That's how they yeah. got their big break. But uh, and they left the word. Yeah. Every now and then you might see them come out once in a high moon. Yeah, like but you see Chris Rock still doing the same shit. He's out every. He's been out. Pre-pandemic and after the pandemic. Trevor Noah is another good example. He has pivoted. And he really talks about, like, he's pivoted before. What was he talking about before? Well, I'm just saying his, his um, comedic style has gotten better. He's grown as a, as a, as a, as a, as a comic. And I think The Daily Show has something to do with Yo, that. Yo, so too. you got to explain that to me because I I'm I do not know. My intro he wasn't. Him, he wasn't that funny when he first came out to me. My intro Prior was, to The Daily Show. The Daily Show was my intro to him. I no, think. and it was prior to The Daily Show. I watched like some of his, you can find some of his old stuff yeah, on yeah, YouTube yeah. and you can watch his growth. And I thought like The Daily Show really helped him hone in on Probably his. delivery. Yes, on his delivery and how to make things funny. So, and Trevor, I hate to say Trevor knows like a safe comedian. He cusses. He ain't not here like I wouldn't even say bitches and hoes. No, well, he knows you, how to be funny without being vulgar. There you go. He knows how to be funny say, without he, being. He vulgar. talks about some real, some some real life shit. Yeah, too. but he does it without being without all the vulgarity. The vulgarity, as my mother would say, well, she a, loves Trevor Noah. That's a big word, then, man. <laughs> that's a big word for him. And like. my mama used to love Chris Rock, but she was just like, he's so vulgar now. Like he's just cussing all the damn time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I get it. We kept. Cat Williams does too, but he does it in a nice way. And I don't know if that's just me being biased or what, but Could be I people I, of a certain age. And I just because growing up, I thought Chris Rock was the funniest thing. But as I've gotten older, maybe my style has changed. And he just hasn't changed with the times. Mm. He's still giving his take yes. on th- current life things. And it's it, it ain't landing like it was previously. No, it's not. It's not. And I think it just shows he's not growing as a comedian. That man like he's sixty. Like, yeah, that man. And this old. is when this is when you sit your ass down. 
Yeah, no, he can sit your ass down and do movies and do scripted things. But this going on tour all the time, trying out things, it's just not landing. Mm. That's how I feel. Like Eddie Murphy, people want to see Eddie Murphy stand up. Eddie Murphy even said, Eddie Murphy even said, I don't know if I can do the type of stand up Uh that I did. He's like, I can't do that type of stand up in this in this climate because people have an image of me already he's not that same person that man was in his 20s doing that shit this man 50 60 some years old with kids he has an established career he and that's what eddie murphy was saying he was like i and this is something i think steve harvey even said and rest in peace bob 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 saget he was like the person the character you see me play on tv is not the same person you see on the stage i think that's an art thing Yes, because people do it with singers, rappers, mm-hmm. or like just anything. Because they'll be like, "Hey, I really like this album that you made. I need you to make another one just like that." And people get stuck in that loop trying to recreate the lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. But then there's no growth. Not they're trying to recreate some shit they already did versus just allowing this to stand on mm-hmm. by itself as you go on and do some other stuff. And a lot of times it's like, "Hey, this this was how I was feeling when I made this, but now." I want to pivot or hey now I want to go in a different direction to make a different type of different type of art. He, and some people don't they're like, no, no, no we don't like that. You need to make this because this funny. is how I that's, was received. That's funny you say that. This is how you was first received to me and this is how you shall stay. I guess to the whole I guess the whole rap debate between Lil Wayne and Jay Z. Lil Wayne allegedly said that he's the better rapper. But I'm like, mm, Jay Z's growth as a rapper and lyrically has gotten better. Wayne to me has been the same. Jay Jay's a better storyteller. Like I, he he the way he rapping about Going from Big Pimpin' to um, the 444 album. Big Pimpin'. Man, look, from Reasonable Doubt all the way to 444. And just talking about family drama, talking about this. He went from Big Pimpin' talking about how no woman gonna lock him down to, I gotta save my, I, I gotta save my family, I gotta respect my wife. It's growth. It's growth. Wayne still talks about the same shit to me. I feel like... When did 444 come out? Was that 18? No, that was 17. That was 17 years of life that man had lived. That was 2017 that came out. Because I was on my way to Jazz Fest that year. Volume 3, I think, came out in either 99 or 2000. I, I think it was 2000. Because I, I bought that album in Country Grammar the same day. You Excuse me, you bought Country Grammar? Hey, bro. Nelly's first album. That was, is a... Nelly's uh, first album was riding. Wow. I, Country Grammar. Uh, what was that second one? Nelly, uh, Nellyville? I bought, I, bought, I bought Nellyville. Yeah, I had Country Grammar. We had Nellyville, but when Sweat and Suit came out, that's when I was like, all right, all right bro, what you doing? He was trying to pivot. <laughs> nah, to they pivot. got mad at that man for making tip drill. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, because Spellman, my he mom's alma mater was he, like, Ooh. He made tip drill, and that, and folks, he was on people's shit list for life after that. He really, but, but then he came, but then he made a comeback with, with white people. He was on people's, he was on black people's shit. He list. was a black people. <laughs> but the white people loved him some Nelly. Nelly is still out here performing to this day at these white it's festivals. A, a, he didn't slide the car once, down us. Once, once Nelly started hooking up with them country Russian music people. Oh yeah, that was remember, that, that was that yeah, crossover because he, he did uh, two songs. He did one with Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw and he did one with Florida, Florida Bama line. What's the name of that damn group? Florida, Florida Bama. The, I think that's the name of that group. Hold Florida Bamalon. I think that's the name of the group. Yeah, like he got in with them country folk. And yeah, Florida, Florida Georgia Line. Ooh, it wasn't even close. Wow, I said Florida Alabama. <laughs> well, no, there's a show. Is it Florida Bama? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's a show called that. Damn, we sound old. But um, but yeah, so I feel like Chris Rock needs to grow and pivot. And they say he's and I hate to say it, I feel like he'd be chucking and dry, chucking and jiving to for white people. Cause the way he be downplaying his own race. 
I mean, no, I'm. It got quiet. I was like, no, I'm listening. But I was trying to think of examples, and I got none. And you got that one joke that's different between you're, you got N words and you got black people. That shit was funny as fuck. It was funny, yes. And low key, that's how I think about people to this day sometimes in my head. Like, no, no it's, it's dealing with people. It's like you know who you could deal You know the ones that's got you, the ones that's got you fucked up. <laughs> but I will say, I just, mm, Chris Rock isn't on my list anymore of my favorite comedians. I think Cat, I, I do feel like Cat Williams is like my number one favorite right now. Mm, then you, Trevor Noah. You are like, as you kind of go through you know comics they come and go uh yeah a lot of that ones that i saw going you know from comic view to mm-hmm. up to now you don't, you don't i would love to see jamie fox do a stand-up again well <laughs> never well i think that'd be the most entertaining he needs to do a variety show he does jokes he performs he does impressions man i would pay for that shit i would too i would pay to go see let me let me tweet jamie fox right now and say jamie <laughs> fox variety tour we're doing com- we're doing stand-up we're doing we're performing on the piano just him, the piano, and a mic. That shit would be live. I think behind Cedric the Entertainer, I gotta say, I gotta think Jamie Foxx might be right there behind him Bar- in terms of like just being like an overall entertainer. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Cedric Entertainer, and the fact that he's been staying relevant this long and keeping himself on television this yeah. long as he has. Yeah. Like I know him as Sadie. <laughs> and because now he's on and he stays on major networks mm-hmm. so I, whoever his agent is doing a great job but i also think his work speaks for itself it does so i definitely do feel like his work does speak for himself and like you know steve harvey has his radio show dio hugley has his radio show yeah. every now and then dio hugley would go on tour yeah r.i.p bernie mac I feel like now that to me he was the funniest out of the king of comedy now he would have had some shit to say in the past couple of years about everything that we dealt with. And I have no idea how it would have went. Oh, it would have went. It could have went either way. But I think because of who he is, folks have been like, it's just Bernie. Yeah. It's just Uncle Bernie. It's just Bernie. It is, it is Uncle Bernie. But I definitely do love me some Bernie Mac, though. I will go back and watch the Bernie Mac show every now and then and just be like, damn, I miss <laughs> this man. <laughs> America. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Bernie Mac show. Um, it, I I do, and then we've seen we've seen like we've seen other comics. Like I think I haven't watched the latest Marlon Wayne special, but also I just hate that Will Smith gave all these people relevancy all over again. Because let's be real, if that wasn't for that slap, Chris Rock wouldn't be nah, back to being popping as he is now. No, nah, he'll always be that. I think it's just everybody's looking for him to say something because he hasn't really said anything, and he's. Pretty much saying like I'll say it, I'll say I'll speak on it when I want to on my own platform, and that's basically what he did. And so when he got, he's like, "Yo, when I do speak on it, when I do speak on it, I'm going to fuck off." And that's kind of how I took, you know, his from what I did see while I was awake. You know, that's that's how I did take his uh his stand up bit. I just and I feel like maybe because I'm getting older and I'm starting to. I don't want to say I'm part of a woke culture because I do. I do feel like sometimes people complain too much about certain things. I'm, I don't want to be like, we well, just deal with it. Like, no, but I do feel like comedians use that as an excuse to just complain about how life used to be back in the day. We used to be com- able to do this. Everybody's complaining about how shit used to be right now. And it makes you realize people just don't want to. People don't want to evolve. No, they want to keep things where that the way that they were. And that's not good for growth. I, I don't like change. But in order for you to grow, you have to have change. Isn't no, that what you told true. me? Yeah. You told me that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like change. 
I'm just saying. But yeah, it's the only thing guaranteed. And uh, some people, some people adapt to change better than others. Yeah, some people adapt better than others. But anything else we got for the people? Mm. It's hot. Also, okay, one of the things we're getting changed in this dining room, we're adding in a fan to this damn light fixture. I don't understand. It's the only room in this house that has no circulation. It just be stagnant and it just gets hot. Yeah. Because I'm starting to sweat and I'm just wearing a t-shirt. But, so yeah. <laughs> Are you laughing at me because I'm up here sweating? Nah, it, it is warm, but I'm just... You keep looking up at the light fixture like, hmm, mm-hmm. how can we change this out? I've After going... You After know, falling through the ceiling back yeah, in September? Or whatever, and... uh just you at know, least you didn't fall completely prepared. through because I feel like I feel like you wouldn't have died, but you would have broke something. Yeah. I think your shoulder would have got fucked up. But uh, you got because you got you got you got thick thighs. After looking at you know being up in the attic, I, the houses, I, I look at the structures differently. Mm. Oh no, same same here. But now but, I have ideas about evolve my attic into a nice space. Yeah, and I think a lot of shit people just make it a lot more, a lot more uh, complicated than it should be. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we're gonna go. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful week. Have a good, have a good week. Have a good March. Mm-hmm. We're now in the first full week. No, yeah, this is yeah, the first, first full, full week, week of March. Life advice: Stop complicating shit. There you go. And it's not as hard as you might think it is. I'll say Ken's advice. Ken's advice for the for the week: Stop overcomplicating shit. And take a deep breath. And worst case scenario, is take a nap and figure it out when you wake up. Uh, I don't know about that, but I was about to say at least I was about to say go take a walk. Uh, take a nap is better. You, yeah, but not everybody can just tap into their sleep oh, powers, oh, man. Oh, when you're that tired, when you're that anxious, you'll go to sleep. Mm, don't <laughs> don't end up in HR. <laughs> uh, another great advice. <laughs> Bye. Other you know, advice for the week. Don't end up in HR. Bye. Bye. <laughs>